and this is Lala, and we, we love myths. Ready to get started, Henry? Yes. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Henry Lola Presents Myths, Episode 4. Henry came up with the title for this week's episode. Which is Hella, Angriest Wife Ever. There's no big battles or fights. But there is monsters and fairies. In each of the next few episodes, we're going to focus on one god or goddess from Mount Olympus. We're going to be focusing on Hera, Zeus's queen, and the wife of him, too. And, uh, Henry, I got a quick question. Is Hera the only wife of Zeus? Uh-uh! Not the only! <laughs> You're gonna find out why in this episode. That's right. Yeah! And you're also going to find out why Hera is so angry all the time. Yeah! <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous! Before we get started, Henry has a challenge for all of our listeners. The challenge is can you find out why Hera is so mad in this episode? That's a great challenge. Should we get started? Zeus, the king of all Olympus, fell in love all the time. And really liked to get married. So he had many, many wives. Which was allowed back then. If you were a god and the king and got to set all the rules. Do that! Do that! Do that! But though Zeus had many wives, he only had one wife who was also his queen, and that was the goddess Hera. At first, Hera hadn't wanted to marry Zeus no! because she didn't want to share his attention with a whole bunch of other wives. No! She wouldn't even look at him when he tried to propose to her. So Zeus created a great big thunderstorm and changed himself into a little cuckoo bird, lost and scared in the pounding rain and banging thunder. Hera saw the sweet little bird and opened her arms. Fly here, little one. I'll protect you. Lightning flashed, and Hera shut her eyes for a second. When she opened them again, the bird she was cuddling had turned into the mighty Zeus. She looked into his eyes and fell in love. On their wedding day, all nature broke into blooms. Mother Earth gave the bride a little apple tree that bore golden apples. Anyone who ate one would live forever, like the gods. Hera treasured the tree and planted it in her secret garden hidden far on the western edge of the world. 
She put a 100-headed dragon under the tree to guard the apples and ordered three nymphs to water and care for the tree every day. Zeus loved Hera dearly, but he was also very fond of the women he would meet when he wandered among the humans on Earth. He really liked children, and he figured the more wives he had, the more kids he would have. When he had children with his human wives, they weren't gods, but they did inherit some of his great powers. And they would grow up to be the kings and heroes of the humans. Hera, on the other hand, hated all of Zeus's other wives and their children. And she would get so angry when Zeus gave the others any attention. Even Zeus was scared of Hera when she threw a temper tantrum. Hera knew how sneaky Zeus could be about marrying humans and having more children, so she kept very close watch over him. I'm watching you. One I'm day, watching you. Hera I'm looked down you. on Earth and I'm spied a small dark thundercloud where no thundercloud should be, smack in the middle of a bright blue sky. She rushed down into the cloud and found Zeus, just as she knew she would. And with him was a snow-white cow. Zeus, you see, had seen Hera charging down, so he changed his newest wife, whose name was Io, into the cow to protect her from Hera's anger. Alas, the cow was as lovely as Io, and Hera knew right away what had happened. Hera pretended, though, that Zeus had fooled her. You don't see that every day. And she said, Oh, what a beautiful little cow. Dear husband, may I have this animal as a pet? Zeus couldn't say no to such a simple wish from his queen. Uh-oh! He had to hand over the cow. Hera took poor Io and tied her to a tree. Then Hera sent her servant Argos to keep watch over Io. Argus had 100 bright eyes placed all over his body. He was strong enough to slay monsters and was the best watchman in all the world because when he slept, he only closed half of his eyes at a time. He was Hera's favorite and most faithful servant. Argus watched Io all of the time, so she had to act like a cow all of the time wandering around on four legs and eating grass, which tasted terrible. She raised her eyes to Mount Olympus and moved. But Zeus was so afraid of Hera, he didn't dare help his new wife. Finally, after days of listening to Io's sad, sad mooing, <laughs> Zeus went to his son, the god Hermes, who was the trickiest of all the gods, and asked him to run down to Earth and free Io. Hermes disguised himself as a human shepherd and, while playing on a little flute, walked up to Argus. Argus, who was so bored sitting out in that field watching a cow all day, was glad to have some music and company. Hermes sat down beside Argus and began to tell him a really long and really dull story. Fifty 
of Argus's eyes drooped asleep. Hermes kept talking. Slowly, the other 50 eyes shut, one by one. When no more eyes were left open to watch Io, Hermes touched each of Argus's eyelids with a magic wand so they could never open again, and Argus was put to sleep forever. He had been bored to death. Hermes then untied the cow, and Io ran home to her father, the river god, Inakos. He didn't recognize that this white cow was his daughter, and she couldn't tell him what had happened. All she could do was say, So she used her hoof to scratch the letters I and O in the river sand, and her father at once understood what had happened, because he knew how Zeus and Hera operated. He vowed to try to hide Io, but Hera was too smart and too mad for that to work for long. Hera quickly discovered that her faithful servant Argus was dead, which made her even angrier and a little sad. She sent a stinging insect called a gadfly to chase Io out of hiding and torture the cow with bites. And to make sure the world remembered Argus, she took his eyes and placed them on the peacock's tail. They couldn't see any more there, but they made the peacock the most beautiful bird of all. Meanwhile, the gadfly chased Io all over the globe and finally into the land of Egypt. When the people there saw the snow-white cow, they fell to their knees and worshipped her as an Egyptian goddess. Hera decided to let Zeus change the new goddess back into her human shape, but only if he promised to never look at her again. And Zeus agreed. Io got to rule for many more years as queen and goddess of Egypt, and the son she had with Zeus became king of Egypt after Io died. I thought it was really fun. It was a sad ending for August because he got bored to death, so now he's never go- his eyes are never going to open again. Nope. Right, Wawa? That's right. They're on the peacock's tail now, so when you see a beautiful peacock tail, all those things on it that look like eyes, those are Argus's eyes. Maybe he can see out of those. Hey, yeah, hey. but remember... Yes, you're right. Hey, do you remember at the beginning of this episode, you issued a challenge to the listeners. You challenged them to figure out why Hera is so angry. Oh yeah, I remember that. Well, how about we give you a second so you can try to remember, okay? Okay. I think that's enough time. Henry, why don't you tell the answer? Yeah. Hera was so mad because of all the lives. Remember that Zeus changed Io into a cow? 
because like Zeus wanted to protect Io from Hera because she, I mean, he knew she was going to get angry and he's very scared when she gets angry. <laughs> exactly, and, and he was protecting Io, so that was probably a good decision on his part, but that's right. So Hera gets angry because she's a uh, big word, jealous. She wants all of Zeus's attention and she wishes he didn't have other wives. because she wanted him to pay attention to her all the time and and he would pay attention to a lot of other people. Well, maybe he's barely even paying any attention to Hera, but he's paying off of most of, like almost all of his attention to his wives. That must be why he's angry. Do you think I'm right, Laura? I think you're or, right. Is that correct? I think that is definitely correct. Hey, Laura, can you tell me on the next episode or the, like, listeners the next episode for me, please? Well, you, why don't you tell them the title? You can tell them the title, and I can tell you something special about it, okay? All right, the title's going to be Beauty and the Beast, but it's not the Disney Beauty and the Beast story that you know. Yeah, it's kind of different, but the special treat that I was talking about is... That it's two stories in one episode. That's right. It's the story of Hephaestus, a big and strong god, the goddess of beauty, and love, Aphrodite. Right, the goddess of beauty and love, Aphrodite, and they're married. He's the beast in this story, and she's beauty. Actually, two stories, like Henry said. Yeah, and something surprising is. That's both stories are in one episode, and they're also wives! Isn't that kind of crazy? That is kind of crazy. Well, so join us next time for episode five. Until then, see you later! And see you next time on Henry and Lola Present Myths. This has been a production of Dead Horse Radio.